and welcome to CausePods. I'm your host, Matthew Passy. Here at CausePods, we have one simple mission, to highlight the amazing folks who are using podcasts as a way to raise awareness for good causes and make the world a better place, whether it's in their own local community or they're taking on global issues. Please visit us at causepods.org where you can learn about our guest show, their favorite charitable cause, join our Facebook group with resources for cause-based podcasters, and find a link where you yourself could be a guest here on CausePods. Again, that's all at causepods.org. Very excited to bring you another episode of CausePods. It has been a while, but uh, this is a guest who I've been excited to talk to and really glad that we could be sharing her story with you. We are talking you all the way to Chicago, Illinois. We are chatting with Kriti Sarav. She's the host and creator of Wi-Fi Matters. It is a podcast that is meant to encourage financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and economics in teens. And what makes this project so incredible is that Kriti is a teenager herself and is doing an incredible job with the show. So we are delighted to have her here. Kriti, thank you so much for joining us here on CausePods. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit, why did you decide that you wanted to launch a podcast that would encourage financial literacy among your peers? Right. So, well, I knew that I wanted to start a podcast I because I love podcasts. But in the beginning of 2020, we had just moved houses. So this was like the first glimpse, at least on my end, into like financial concepts. So I just realized that I had such a big gap in knowledge and I knew that I'd need to be financially literate, even if I'm not going to become like an investor or someone on Wall Street, even if I'm going to be an artist or a doctor, we all have to have these financial literacy skills because um, they're going to help us in times like a pandemic, for example. So all of these different factors kind of made me realize that, hey, I don't really I have a big gap in lack of financial knowledge, and I know that my peers do as well. So I decided that podcasting about it would be like a really good platform for A, me to learn, but also share this with my peers around me. And it's interesting because only 21 out of 50 states actually require financial literacy education to graduate. So that's less than 50%. And I think that's kind of telling because these life skills aren't being taught in the classroom. So I have to somehow step in and in the smallest way possible sort of help out the community and help teenagers become more financially literate. Did you have good financial literacy courses in your school coming up or was this a gap that you personally noticed and are trying to fill? No, yeah, I personally noticed this. I had I had my relationship with money before I started Wi-Fi Matters was very one one dimensional. Like I would just use money and spend it. I'd use my parents' money and spend it. I didn't understand anything about credit scores, interest rates, how to save, how to budget, these very fundamental concepts that are they're gonna take you pretty far. Um, so it was a personal thing. And then I was like, this is this is impacting like a broader set of people. Another thing that I want to touch on is in my family, my grandma who lives in India, she was never exposed to financial concepts like investing. And she still to this day is very dependent on others around her. And I can see how she's 
kind of caged in and not able to do what she wants to do with her life, even at this age, because she has a lack of financial education, because she doesn't understand the power of money. And it's not her fault. It's just the society that she was raised and the society that she lives in. But I realize how she's becoming way more dependent on those around her. And for my mom, who lives in the U.S. now, she immigrated here, but she was also never really exposed to these concepts and the she was never exposed to the power that money has and she lives vicariously through her parents, right? But one thing that she was very adamant about for me at least is to become more financially literate and savvy so that I can experience that independence when I'm older. And so I think another big important cause for me is like the economic empowerment of women especially like those who are in India villages in India as well because otherwise they're just in these situations where they can't really get out of it's a very broad audience that you're trying to help by sharing the importance of financial literacy and the lessons that you've taken away Uh, I'm wondering you know right you've talked about your grandmother you talked about your mother but right you you this platform was really to talk to your peers how have you found it in terms of trying to get your peers to listen, engage, follow through? Like, do you find that your generation is generally interested in podcast content, in this kind of educational content, or not really seeing a lot of engagement there? One thing I do want to point out is that I have taken Wi-Fi Matters and made a club in my school for financial literacy. It's like the only type of financial education that we have, but also part of Wi-Fi Matters, we do host financial education workshops and we partner with different organizations and help their cohort of children. So I see the impact in that, but in terms of engagement with the podcast, like I can't tell who's actually listening. Like it could even be the parents of these children who are listening. But I do want to say that I recently put out a survey and I was interested in Gen Z and their relationship with podcasts. And one thing that I realized was interesting is I asked them, what topics are you most interested in learning about? And they, a lot of them said current events, current events, news, things like that. So they do want to be educated. They do want to be informed. And obviously financial literacy, though it's not like a current event, it's relatable to you know, it's some sort of educated education podcast, right? But what they actually listen to and what they end up listening to and what's on their feed are like TikToker podcasts and these influencer podcasts. So I really noticed this disconnect between what Gen Z listens to and actually what they want to listen to. And I think I noticed that at least for myself and with Wi-Fi Matters, like engagement um, is they like the they like it when I have like a really cool guest or something on the show, but I don't know how much they're engaging with the actual matter. And I have parents who email me, just not the children and the kids who are like emailing me about how this either helped them or impacted them in a certain way. And I think this is goes into this sort sort of um desire to be educated but actually just end up listening to like a tiktoker talking about i don't know like tiktok drama so i think it's important 
what I've been trying to do is making it more trendy and more fun because financial literacy, economics, they can be boring concepts for other people. At least I find financial literacy to be very boring, but I do love and have a passion for economics and entrepreneurship, but making it at least as trendy or as fun as I possibly can it has been my goal instead of, you know, kids have to, having to read like some long article by some random person, you know? I wonder if you, you mentioned the interest in current events and I wonder if, you know, what has been going on in the world as you and I are talking, right? The precipitous volatility in the, tr- in the stock market, you know, coming off of the pandemic, the massive inflation that we're seeing, the rising gas prices, right? Like I'm wondering if those issues and maybe the generation who you are talking to and targeting, because when they were young, many of their parents probably went through struggles during the financial crisis and lost a job, lost the house, right? Like I'm sure more and more people in your generation have been impacted by financial issues. And I wonder if, you know, tying it to that would kind of empower them or want them to be more empowered to have control over their finances um, versus previous generations. No, I totally understand what you're saying. And that was one of the reasons why I started Wi-Fi Matters, because I was seeing this personal effect of like the pandemic recently moving houses and this longer history in my family. And then obviously right now I'm here, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts about the economic impact of the war in Ukraine. And I actually want to hopefully do an episode on my podcast about it. So I do tie it back to like, hey, this is actually important. You're going to be experiencing a lot of the long-term effects of the pandemic, of the um, of the great resignation, like all of these, all of these different things that are impacting your parents right now are going to still impact you in the future. And every, I think people are more aware, like they do realize like, hey, a global pandemic can literally, you can have a job and then one day you can't have a job, you know? Like, I think people are aware of that. It's just a matter of getting them to actually come down and like listen or read or watch videos that will help them in the long run. So are you doing stuff on TikTok to drive attention to the podcast and to your efforts in general? And if so, I guess what a lot of people listening to this probably want to know is what are some best practices? What should we be doing? How should we be leveraging the more like short form video platforms to drive traffic to our podcasts? Right. I don't do anything on TikTok personally because I don't, I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable on TikTok. It's not like my, it's not my thing really. And I know that a lot of, when I say TikTok podcasts, I say like TikTokers have amassed this huge following and then, you know, they go on Spotify and talk about like dating or something like that. Although I do think, I do believe that having TikTokers, um, there are certain TikTokers out there. And if you want to attract an audience towards podcasts in this sphere, having them talk about actually important things might be a good idea. Having the experience and the ties to this generation, like what would be some advice that you can give others about driving traffic to a podcast, getting through to folks who are more interested in, in a lot of short form, you know, content creation and social media? Well, I mean, I think TikTok is a big thing, but with any app, 
with any new app, getting onto that app right when it starts, I think is a great, that's what you have to do. Like it's all about getting there on these new apps as soon as possible. And then those creators that have been on these apps the longest are usually the ones that experience the most gain in followers. The podcasting industry is tough because I read an article in Bloomberg that said that all of the top podcasts in the top 25 are more than like seven years old. You're not seeing any new podcast or new creation coming in. And even in the range from 25 to 50, the top podcasts, there's only three that are less than two years old. And one of them is by Michelle Obama. So it's really hard for me to compete with these older podcasts, these adults, because if I were to gain as much traction or downloads, if that's how we're measuring the success of a podcast, I should have started podcasting when I was six. And that's just not possible, right? So... I mean, I could, but uh, yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's been done. Yeah. It's, yeah. But I think <laughs> even Spotify, the CEO of Spotify is just like, how am I supposed, how are we going to get new hits? We're investing, we're, we're, we have put so much money into this. They're like, they're confused too. I do think I've put myself in this position or at least in this space where there's just so many new podcasts, there's so many new content and there's not enough new listeners. Um, so I have to understand that that's in this, the space I'm in right now. But I'm hoping that in um, in like maybe um, like I'm going to be doing a talk at Podcast Movement. And hopefully like Podcast Movement can do something where they have built in mentorship programs or have a conference just for young podcasters. It's like I was saying, if I was early to the scene of podcasting, I would have hopefully had a bigger impact. Um, but that's, that's, it's, it's not like, um, it's not like looking at philanthropy where there's impact philanthropy. I think this is a little different because even my words might be impacting a small, like a hundred people, but they're still impacting them nonetheless. So I don't really want to hop on the TikTok bandwagon. There are a lot of TikTok influencers who are on the FinTalk and I really do like what they're doing. Like that's their thing, you know? I think her name is like Taylor Price or something or she goes at the handle Priceless Tay. Like there's a big TikToker fin finance community, which is really great on the app because I think it also helps more people realize the impact of financial literacy. And also you have Step Mobile, which I interviewed on my podcast, and they basically are an investing, they're a banking app for teenagers and they're a startup banking app. And they partner with TikTok influencers and celebrities like Charlie D'Amelio and Will Smith. And they these celebrities then on Instagram or TikTok, they promote financial literacy, like in that sense. There are different ways that we can get more people into financial literacy, social media, taking advantage of technology. And this younger generation is definitely way to go, though. Just in general, because you've been doing this for a while, you have a podcast, you've grown an audience, you've got a great looking website, which everybody should check out. It's why fi matters. The why is in the question, W-H-Y-F-I matters.com. What would be your advice to somebody else looking to launch a podcast and looking to inform 
their network or their community about a cause that's important to them? So I think when you're starting a podcast, there's like three things that you could speak to, something you're passionate about, something that you don't know much about, and then something that has affected you personally. When I first started Wi-Fi Matters, I did the last two, and then I added on what I'm passionate about because I just wasn't vibing with the content. Like I wanted to speak to something that I wanted, that I could speak about for hours upon hours without stopping. I think finding three, just finding something in those three categories or even all of those categories is really important when you're figuring out what you want to talk about. Also, there isn't necessarily If you want to start a podcast, there isn't really one comprehensive guide to starting a podcast. There are different forums. And I think if you're a teen podcaster out there, I'm going to, I want to start a podcasting forum or a discord group because we're not on Facebook for teen podcasters so that, you know, in a lot of these groups, there's adult podcasters, hopefully creating something like a comprehensive guide because there's a lot of variables when it comes to podcasting. That's something that I'm thinking about doing. And yeah, I mean, my mom always says try to create and not consume. I was consuming a lot of podcasts, so I decided why not create one? And it's honestly like been really amazing experience because you're learning a lot. It's a very intellectually stimulating thing that you're doing if you're podcasting and you're you're putting your voice out there, which I think is like the biggest thing. I'd say go for it and find a topic that speaks to you. I guess if you also need any help, you, you should reach out to a podcast, like be like, or you can reach out to me, like be like, hey, I'm trying to start a podcast. Do you have any recommendations on what microphone to use even? So, and I'll be there if you want to start a podcast and I can help you. Well, once again, folks, the website is Wi-Fi Matters, W-H-Y-F-I Matters.com. Critty's email is right at the bottom of there. So if you do want to connect with her and ask her these questions, she will be available. And if you do go ahead and launch that community for teen podcasters, let us know and we'd be happy to share it and, and let others know about it. Kriti Sarav, the creator and host of Wi-Fi Matters. Thank you so much for joining us here on CallSpots today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cause Pods. If you've been inspired by the work of our guest, please check out the show notes of this episode in your podcasting app or at causepods.org. There you will find links to their show, their website, their podcast links on Apple, Google, Spotify, as well as a link to support the charity that they highlighted here in this episode. You will also find at causepods.org a way to subscribe to this show on your favorite podcasting app, how to sign up to be a guest on this show, and a link to our Facebook group, which is going to have special resources just for the folks who are podcasting for a good cause. And I can tell you right now, we've got one great deal from our friends at PodPage, but you're only going to learn about it and get that special deal if you are a member of the Facebook group for Cause Pods. And before I go, I should say thank you in particular. The show is edited and produced by Ben Kiloy of the Military Veteran Dads Podcast, and what a great job he has done. And all this is made possible because of the great support that I receive from Shannon Rojas here at thepodcastconsultant.com. Once again, if you want to learn more, go to causepods.org. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time on Cause Pods. Mm-hmm.